Hey ladies, you're listening to the Herb Podcast. My name is Holly Wright and I am the founder and host of this amazing women's podcast show. So wherever you are today on this Monday morning, whether you are driving, taking a run at the gym or just listening and tuning in, thanks for listening. Um, We are still in the middle of this topic for October and it is called Mask Off. So it ties in a lot with Halloween, as you know, is two weeks away. So I'm excited Um, for that to come around. But we've really just been diving in talking about identity, culture, and just really wearing a mask on maybe for so long, based out of fear or other issues. So this has been a really, uh, really good topic for the month. So thanks for tuning in. Um, Our guest speaker, her name is Tori Nershall, and she is from Charlotte, North Carolina. She also is a friend of mine in San Diego, and I'm just excited to hear her story and heart. So Tori, welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh. Hey, girlfriend. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. I'm excited too. I feel like I've been waiting months to have you on and I'm just excited. Today is here and we get to learn a little bit about you and your story. So why don't you tell the ladies who are listening a little bit about you and we'll jump in. Sure. Yeah. Um, dang. Well, my, my full story would probably take a whole two hours, so we'll have to revisit this another time, but um, condensed version. Um yeah, I'm, I'm originally from San Diego, just moved out here to Charlotte um, for a graduate program. I'm studying organizational psychology now. But um, for most of my adulthood, I uh, kind of identified as an athlete. Um, I played softball in college, and um, that consumed so much of my time and focus and attention. And um, I'm 27 now, so obviously I've been out of sport for a little while. And, and since then, I've just been um, really digging in and understanding um, who, like who I inherently am as a person. Um, and that's come through some really painful experiences, some great growing experiences. Um, but essentially just the last several years, I've really dedicated most of my attention to learning more about God's character and personality and what that means for me, like what, what that says about me. Um, and so through that process, I've gone through physical healing with um, wrestling with some chronic illness issues, emotional and relational healing with, you know, heartbreak and the loss of a dream and um, spiritual healing, just kind of unlearning and relearning um, who my creator is and and who I am. So um, I'm super excited about this topic of mask off because I feel like the last several years of my life have kind of <laughs> been uh, culminating to this point. And so I feel like this is a perfect topic for you and I to be talking about today. So thanks so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like when I announced this topic to people were like, what in the world? Um, but as the conversations have been going with the different speakers on, we've really touched base on a lot of deep stuff. And this is not an easy topic, but it is something that us girls definitely go through. Um, so I guess my first question with you going through, you know, mask off, let's go back to, uh, college cause you played softball in college and mm-hmm. I love that because I did too. So we both relate yeah. in that field. <laughs> um, but I know how it is and I know how being on a team is and almost blending in with, uh, your team or your friends. Um, so let's go back to the college days. Um, was there ever a season of in your life or just in that time frame of maybe wearing this mask, pretending to be something you're not, 
or putting something on because that's what you thought was healthy. Um, give me some ideas of like that time frame. Absolutely. Um, well, first of all, I think as, as women, a lot of us have gone through at least a season of that where we feel like yeah. we need to look a certain way to fit in, but especially competing for a high profile um, division one athletics team. I mean, you're literally wearing a uniform. They literally want you to look the same. And, and now, I mean, in recent years, we've seen um, student athletes at the university level kind of using their platform to express like their individual voice a little bit more. Um, but back when I was playing, you really, you, you had to fall in line. And if you didn't, then um, it was, a, it was a disruption to the team dynamic and your, your coach got mad. And I, I remember like some experiences, like not just what I did on the field, but what I was doing in the classroom, who I was dating, like all sorts of things. It, it just seems like people were keeping tabs on every, every facet of my life. And so I very much felt like I couldn't be authentically me. I felt like someone was telling me like, just be yourself. But like, when I tried to show glimpses of my true self, I was dismissed or judged or misunderstood. And so um, I was definitely trained through several life experiences, but definitely in that one that um, who I inherently was, was fine behind closed doors. But to present myself to the world, I had to be this persona that was, um, you know, polished and um, spoke well and responded in the right way and was fun, but not crazy and was personable, but not too, like, too authentic. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, it took a long time for me to not only, like, I, I think part of the issue, like once I, w- once I stopped playing, like, it was hard for me to just be myself, because I think, to a large degree, I didn't really know who I was outside of that because I had spent so many years long before college training myself to present myself to the world in a way that was marketable. I mean, getting recruited for college, like since I was in middle school, you were always like taught, you know, you never know who's watching when you're at these tournaments, like don't untuck your Jersey, even when you're not playing, like make sure you're not being too loud or like joking too, like, I, I don't I don't know. It, it was just a very um, it was a very tough mentality that I that I had from very formidable years on. Um, and so it, it was kind of a conflict for me because on the one hand, that was something that helped me be really successful. Like I sure, learned how sure. to play the game. I learned how to make people see me the way that I wanted them to. I learned how to be likable. But on the other hand, I lost myself in that process. And um, so my twenties have been really frustrating in a certain way because I've been trying to figure out like who I am. Um, but I, I realized a few years ago, like trying to figure out who I am, isn't really the way to go about it. Like learning more about whose I am has been much more effective for me because that truly has given me the freedom to just show up. Um, I had a therapist who told me one time, like you attract more people by actually being yourself than by trying to be yourself, which to some people, maybe that doesn't resonate because they are naturally able just to be themselves. But for someone like me, who essentially was role playing there, like every moment of every day, that like, hit me in the gut. I was like, Oh, my God, I've been trying so hard to be Tori. But like, I don't even know who Tori is. So I finally learned how to like, loosen those reins and just be and finally become willing to be misunderstood and not get so worked up if if I knew that people had a, a misconception of who I actually was or my character. And 
um, it's just such a freeing feeling <laughs> to yeah. finally be like more on this end of it. And obviously we're all works in process, but oh my gosh, I, yeah, so I absolutely <laughs> love that. What an encouraging word too. Cause I, I love what you said of like, cause I feel like so many, I mean, I struggle with this even till a couple of years ago is not so much trying to figure out who you are, but know who you are. Um, yeah. Because you can spend a lifetime trying to figure out who you are. And what I mean by that is depending on the people you do life with, who's in your circle at gym or work is almost like as you're trying to figure out who you are, you almost can attach certain things of what people say who you are, if that makes sense. So like Absolutely. the more you, the more you try to figure you're out and getting conversations from your girlfriends or other people telling you, Oh, you should do this. Oh, you should do that. It, you almost end up scattered. But I love that you said, like, if you just stay focused and figure out who you are, because you know, a lot of us wonder, especially like for me, I went through a really hard trauma childhood. So mm-hmm. I wore a mask for so long because I thought this was, this is what you do. And it's almost like survival mode. And it's almost like I grabbed the identity of, of something that wasn't even mine, put it on and just accepted it. And yeah. so I feel like a lot of us girls do this is we don't know who we are and that's okay. And, you know, um, there's going to be seasons of you trying to figure out and understand who you're called to be, whatever age you are, everybody has mm-hmm. a different story, but I feel like us girls sometimes, you know, you could be 30 years old and not know exactly what you're called to do or who you are. Um, and maybe you're the girl that's been trying to figure it out the past 10 years because you did go through maybe rough upbringing or an unhealthy yeah. relationship. But I think the most important part is, being okay and and doing it afraid to take off the mask because you do want healing because you do want to know who you're called, you know, to be and who God says you are. And I think, um, I saw, I was listening to a podcast by Sadie Robinson a couple of days ago and she said, you know, so many of us can live in fear for so long because of, because of fear. So Mm -hmm. you can continue to live in fear because of fear, or you can just take a step back and be like, you know what? God, I trust you. I'm going to just do it, do it afraid. So to the girls who are listening, when it comes to this topic, just if you are in maybe a season of just, there's a lot of gaps and spaces and you don't really know, um, you know, who you are or where you're trying to go, just take off your mask and do it afraid. And I find with me, that's when God moves the most because it's like, it's, it's the surrender, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, I love what you said too, because a lot of us, you know, we, we kind of get stuck and, and accept the fact that this is, this is the way it's going to be. And, you know, 90% of the time, that's not, that's not it. And it's not healthy. And it could be something so small that's holding you back um, from your purpose. Um, I guess my next question for you is, you know, going through all that in college, and then you were out in San Diego, where I met you last Mm -hmm. year, and just kind of the things you've, you've moved around. So now you're on the East Coast. Um, and I've seen you spoke on speak on a couple of videos and stuff. So, you know, in the past, like, I would say like six months, what is something that has really caught your attention when it comes to kind of knowing who you are and your identity, I guess, the past six months with moving and being at a place where you kind of feel like you're doing it right. You've taken place with a lot of healing, like you said, mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, what are a few things that you've learned the past like six months give me like two two things oh I love that question um 
Well, I, I feel like all of my answers to that would kind of like come together. So I'll just share it. Um, and if you need me to add more, I definitely can. But I think the biggest thing that I have learned to rest in is that I'm an imperfect and broken person. And I think that's something that we know, but I don't think that for me, it, it really connected for a long time. Like I think I so badly to just keep getting better and better and better and better and better so that I wasn't broken. But once I finally learned and accepted like, oh, the reason I feel like this deep rooted shame and the reason I feel this fear of like people figuring out who I really am is because at my core, I'm a broken and perfect person, just like we all are. Yeah. Um, and so when you fight that, then you feel that internal like turmoil and turbulence and um, your, your main priority becomes trying to cover it up so that people don't figure out that you're imperfect and broken. But once you finally accept, or at least once I finally accepted and embraced the fact that I am broken and it's okay because I have someone like my, my, my healer has made me whole. Um, it just released all of the, the resistance that I had felt toward my own brokenness for such a long time. And so I think embracing my own fallibility my own imperfection has really freed me up to just show up more authentically myself because there's no threat anymore there's no threat to, to people finding out that I'm imperfect because that doesn't define me anymore in my own mind there's no threat to people finding out yeah, that I'm broken because we all are um so I think that really last six months transforms the way that I view myself and the way that I'm able to view my role in other people's stories, if that makes sense. Like I don't have to portray my character just the right way to be loved because I'm already unconditionally loved. And these are all things like I knew in my head for a long time, but I really think the last year they've begun to saturate my heart. And I just feel such a sense of peace and freedom now. And it's allowed me to more like fully authentically myself. And through that, I've been surprised at how much deeper I've been able to connect with other people and I think in showing our own vulnerability and authenticity it empowers the people around us to do the same and so then you get to foster more deep and intentional connections with people and um, I think there's something really beautiful and attractive about somebody who just shows up authentically and unapologetically themselves and I think for the first time in my entire life this last six to nine months I've actually begun being able to do that and it's just been the hugest blessing and the coolest experience just to see the way that my life has kind of been transforming through that process. That's so awesome. And I think I love everything that you pointed out too, because there's something so beautiful about being pure, purely confident. Like, you know Mm -hmm. how there's a, there's a difference between um, internal confidence and Alternal confidence. You mm-hmm. can be confident and with the things that you wear and the words that you speak or, you know, what you attract and people can physically see like me, I can walk in a room and I don't care what I look like. I'm pretty confident. Okay. <laughs> but, but there's, there's a difference between being internal confident, being confident with who God has created you to be your gifts, your talents, um, you know, the things that you've walked through the healing that you've walked through maybe mentally, physically, emotionally, things that people don't see behind closed doors. Mm. I know for me the past, you know, four years I've been single because I came out of a really unhealthy marriage. And, um, I look back and I I used to complain like, Oh, I I just feel like I've been waiting or, Oh, I got to work on this now or this now. And, um, I finally at a place, I guess this year that I'm like, 
I'm confident internally. So with my heart, my mind, my emotions. Um, And I think these are things that are so important that God wants to fix in order for you um, to walk into who you're called to be or to be able to get to where you need to be. Because at the end of the day, like your heart, your heart matters. It matters so much and it affects everything, your mindset, um, the words that come out of your mouth, your emotions, um, the decisions you make. And um, I think that we need to pay more attention um, to that because you can be confident. You can post the picture on Instagram. You can edit it. You can talk the talk, you know, when you hang out with your friends. But like at the end of the day, to me, what I've had to learn the hard way is like, okay, Monday through Friday, you know, when I'm done working or I'm not at the gym and I'm sitting in my room, like what are some things that Holly needs to work on and heal through? So that Mm. way people can, uh, like I can attract kind of like what you said, you know, being more vulnerable and um, having deeper conversations with your friends too, because I've had friends come up to me and be like, man, something's different. Like people will see that, you know, you won't even have to anything or do anything, but like God, God, but at the same time, I think there's a lot of things us girls need to go through that people don't see on social media or things that you don't talk about, but those little internal things matter. And I think mm-hmm. if we fix those kind of things, it's easy to not put on a mask because you know who you are. Absolutely. And it's, it's, it's just a different kind of confidence. So to the girls listening, um, you know, I just encourage you like, yes, it may be easy to just take your mask off and be confident, but there's, there's roots underneath the mask of why the, why you put it on the first place. And there's also roots behind it of why you keep it on. Does that make sense? So absolutely. I just think there's just, I mean, there's a lot. And for the girls who've gone through a lot of healing, like I'm so proud of you because like I said, a lot of people don't see those, those battles that you fight behind closed doors that you don't post on social media or conversations that you don't tell, you know, your friends about, because we're all going to be fighting different kind of battles. Some seasons will be a lot heavier. Some seasons will be light and there'll be seasons that you feel like you're all healed up. And that may be the case, but just props to you girls out there listening, just whatever you're going through or have came out of, I'm proud of you because it, it takes time. It's, you know, healing does not happen overnight. And that's something I, I'm a doer. I'm a task person. And I used to treat my healing like that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to just read a book or talk about this conversation and get healed and done. But that's just not how God works. Like there's seasons and sometimes it takes a couple weeks. Um, Sometimes it takes years. There's things that I've been walking through for years that I'm like, oh man, that took nine years, but like, thank God it's done. Um, So don't be so hard on yourself you know, to the girls who are listening, but I guess my last question for you, Tori, wrapping up, um, when it comes to mask off, if you could go back to college, um, or just even a few years ago, what are three things that you would encourage your old self of the wisdom and things that you know now? Mm, uh, That's a great question. The, The first one would definitely be, um, just show up. I mean, it, it is so scary to take that mask off. And I think that's part of why um, I hope I don't sound like I've been preaching at y'all today, but um, really understanding God's character has been so key for me because it's one thing just to tell yourself, like, just be yourself, like take the mask yeah. off. But like, if, if you're not um, secure and centered in what's underneath, then that can feel like the most daunting impossible task. And so I think saturating myself with truth about like what God says about me and and learning who he is and what that means for me was key in me 
feeling like filling in those gaps, like filling in those voids that I was able to take that mask off. So I think, um, and, and then even in college, I was a Christian, but I, even at that, like, I thought that I needed to present myself to God in a certain way. So I think I've told myself then is who you are right now isn't enough, but that's the whole point. Like you're never yeah. going to be enough on your own, but he's more than enough to cover your slack. Um, so I think hearing it phrased that way would have helped me just rest in the fact that there is no striving involved. Like I'm never going to be enough on my own and that's okay. Like that's more than okay. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing and that's where everything else kind of roots roots from. Um, and more than that, I think it would just mean like, listen, it, it truly does not matter what people think about you. Like, honestly, like, I know that in the day and age with social media and networking, like, it's important to put your best foot forward. Like, I get all of that. And I think that that that's admirable to want to present yourself like the best version of yourself. And it's great for us to work toward that. But God is big enough and good enough and creative enough to undo all of our all of our mess essentially he can undo it cover it redeem it whatever he wants to do and he's always working for you um and so I think if I had believed that back then it would have taken so much of the pressure off of yeah the things that I was doing and I would have taken so much of that burden off my shoulders so I think that would have been such a big one and um, on that I think it would have just been like love yourself like don't fight yourself for who you truly are just like learn to embrace the quirky things about you and um those aren't mistakes like those are the ways that you were designed and those are the those are your magic you know like those are the ways that you're gonna connect with other people that have their quirks that feel alone in the world and until you allow those quirks and imperfections to be seen like you're never gonna find your people that will relate to you in that way you know so I think those would probably off the top of my head those are the three things that I think I could have used so good. <laughs> so good. It's crazy too. I love asking this question and I, I ask it a lot on the podcast show just because I, it's just to look back to recognize the things that you've come out of and growth and healing and to look back and to encourage the girls who are listening of like these, like these podcasts that I record are so live. Like we don't have notes or anything, but I think it's so powerful to look back and recognize of like, you made it like, look at what you came out of and, <laughs> you know, and like, look what God did and learn from our mistakes. Cause like you said, nobody's perfect. Um, but just loving yourself and, and being confident internally as well as physically is just, is so beautiful. And yeah. thank you so much, Tori, just for sharing your heart and just everything that you've walked through and just being so honest on today's show. And, um, to the girls listening, thanks for listening because this is some, this is a sticky topic and it's something that us girls need to talk about and walk through. And a lot of things happen behind closed doors, but I want you to know that you're not alone and you don't have to do it alone um, because everybody else, every girl in this world goes through it too. Um, mm-hmm. But why don't you tell the ladies um, where they can find you on social media? Um, if you are in North Carolina, ladies, to the girls who are listening, make sure you connect with Tori. So Tori, how can the girls connect with you? Yes. Well, first of all, uh, it's worth noting that I just moved here about two months ago. So I'm definitely needing some new friends. Um, and the- yeah, so um, my Instagram is at Tori Nershall, T-O-R-I-N-I-R-S-C-H-L. 
Um, and actually another reason why I was so excited, I was just telling Holly before we started recording, um, this topic is so timely and so perfect because I'm actually launching my own podcast. Um, and it's going to be all about kind of what we talked about today, um, different types of healing and working through mental struggles like shame and, um, I mentioned earlier my chronic illness, but my podcast is called Holy, spelled W-H-O-L-L-Y. Um, we're, we're not launched yet. We're launching in November of 2021. So I'm so excited, but this is kind of my official announcement. So, so cool that Holly is so for women that she'd be willing to let me announce it on her podcast. And that's just so her heart because she's awesome. But, um, if you want to follow along, um, that Instagram is, uh, holy.pod. Um, and I'm super excited. We're going to talk about all sorts of healing, mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, relational, um, you guys got a little taste of it today, but there is so much, there's so much um, for us to talk through in that topic because we're all a little broken and I'm just so excited to foster that safe space. Like um, today, Holly created for me to talk about these sorts of things because they need to be talked about. So I'm yeah. so excited that you got to um, listen to like a little taste of it and to connect with yeah. some of you guys soon but I'm just so, so thankful Holly that you Aww. had me on today this is so fun for me uh, it's an honor to have you and I'm so excited for you to be on to share and I'm excited for your podcast I am so for that so ladies who are listening make sure you connect with her we'll be posting to on the, her Instagram so they can find your podcast make sure um, that you guys follow her. I'm excited for you because that is a new chapter and I'm so excited just to connect um, some more speakers too on your show and kind of hear your vision and heart for that brand. So big things are coming, Tori, and I'm excited just to cheer you on and kind of take a seat and watch what, you know, God does with you in the next season. But thanks so much for being on today's show. So good chatting with you and just talking about this topic called mask off. So for the ladies listening, thank you for listening. Make sure you follow us. We're all over Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, we are on all podcast platforms like Anchor, Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify. So make sure you subscribe to our show. Again, also, if you'd like to be on the Her Podcast, you can go to her.org and apply um, and get connected to be on our show and speak with me. So I'd love to have you on. Um, thanks for listening, ladies. Have a wonderful week and um, stay tuned for next week.